Hello, everyone. This is Thomas Morgan on Drew and Thomas Talk, your weekly podcast. And today we're starting things off with Steve Prefontaine out of Oregon. He's commonly known as Pre, and his birthday was just on uh, January 25th. Uh, Drew, would you like to give me some of his his specs and uh, some of the things he's accomplished in his life? Yeah, getting right into it. He has a two-mile PR of 818 and also a three-mile PR of 1251. Just right there off the bat, you can tell that he was an incredible runner. And yeah, he was he was fast from the beginning. He was a gutsy runner. He uh, would take it from the beginning and just he would never give up. Also, another accomplishment, the 10K, he ran a t- uh, 27.43, which is six miles, if, um, if you didn't know that. And yeah, so he also had 14 national records. Yeah, he uh and all these all these numbers are are pretty impressive and especially coming from an American runner uh like he, he we like we said he went to Oregon College. These numbers are impressive for an American runner, but unfortunately he died in a a car crash at age 24. Um Yeah, very unfortunate. yeah but like uh, like Drew said he was a very gutsy runner. He wanted to take the race from the start. He wanted the race to be only him and all him for the whole thing. Um, how many Olympic Games did he have? I believe, I know he at least had one. I'm not really sure on that statistic, really. But I know he at least had one, because I remember in the Steve Prefontaine movie, there is a movie, if you guys would like to check that out. It's pretty interesting. Um, yeah, he, he competed in at least one. So if you guys are interested, you can go check that check that movie out. So, yeah. Uh, I don't think it was his most impressive race. I think he did uh, the three-mile but um, I think he got ended up getting fourth, and that's that's a that's a tough thing. Um, when you're you made it all the way to the Olympics and expected to win, yeah. Yeah, he was or he was at least top three. Definitely uh, a very big runner in his time. Um, but sports, uh, track, uh, swimming, football, basketball, uh, all of them, they're they're on. They're uh, they're gonna start uh, start playing uh, soon. Yeah, um, IHSA had a meeting on it. Uh, track, low risk. Swimming, low risk. Football, high risk. Basketball, high risk. Really no surprise there. Uh, track's the only one that might have a state series. It's to be, annou- to be announced. Um, yeah, so we'll see. I'm assuming that means that it's probably going to have a pretty high chance of having one. Sadly, swimming is not going to have state or football or basketball. So that's kind of sad to see, but... I mean, as long as everyone's getting to compete a little bit against other schools, that's it's pr- going to be pretty cool to see. I uh, I definitely agree with you. I think it's a big step forward in the right direction. I know it says no state, but even for cross country back in the fall, there was at the start of the season there was it said no state, no sectionals, no nothing like that. And uh at the end of the year we ended up having a a fake state put on by a um a host uh, that wasn't IHSA, but I think by the end of the year there might be some private meets that are just like state for a lot of these events. Um, yeah, I think, I think so as well. I think Shazam might even step up. Maybe Miles will step up and get something going. I know they have a lot of connections with um, a lot of different track, just a lot of different tracks, a lot of different schools. So that'll be cool to see uh, what what um, who who steps up to the plate to make a state meet for everyone. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
I think the most most needed sport of all is football. I think that yeah. impacts the most amount of people. The most people do it. The most people watch it. And I think it's just going to be a big bonus to to if if we get it, if we get a a, a good season running. Um, but I'm looking forward to all of these uh, all of these meets and uh, st- stuff like that. Welcome back, everyone, and today we have a cheater on our hands. Mr. Patrick Reed, who is a golfer in the PGA Tour, has just cheated. Uh, he was a co-leader, which means he was tied for the lead with uh, different people, uh, and he cheated by moving his ball, which a lot of you know that's that's not right. You can't move your ball, but the rule is if it rained the day before or the ground is wet and it lands and the ball sinks into the ground... You need officials' approval to get that ball and move it somewhere else. But instead of getting that approval, he picked up his ball and moved it to a better spot. And a lot of people are saying, while they're looking at the recording of this happening, uh, that the ball was not embedded at all, and he landed in a bad spot, and he just wanted uh, his ball to be in a different spot, uh, which just isn't right. Uh, Drew, what do you think about this? Yeah, I think it's pretty messed up. This isn't the first time he's done something like this. In 2019, in the Hero World Challenge, uh, which is another um, another tournament that he competed in, he ended up cheating in that as well in a similar incident. And I, I just find it hard to believe why why people would cheat. Um, he's at the top of he's at the top of the game, and I don't see a reason why he should cheat in this way he's he's good enough to do without it and he's just lacking the integrity so i think it's it's a little bit it's a little bit messed up but you know yeah it is what it is um and i think i mean he he has to lose his sponsors i think if you've done it once before and they're not sure if you cheated or not then maybe you're fine you could slide but this has happened multiple times i think you know, maybe this is too harsh, but I think he should be kicked out of the sport. I, I mean, so well. it's it's very easy to cheat in golf. You just, I mean, you kick your ball, and now you're in a better spot. And if if you have someone who is, you know, who has cheated, it's just not acceptable to keep him in. Yeah, and I think if you bring up the argument, maybe he did it on accident. Um, I would say maybe the first time, maybe it was an accident. But since it's happened twice, I would say. It's definitely not an accident. It's cheating on purpose. So I don't think you can really make that argument. I think he's just a cheater, and he really shouldn't be in the sport anymore. At least he should be banned for a good amount of time. Yeah, um, it takes a lot of uh, a lot of heart to be a golfer and not to cheat, and some people just don't have it. Uh, but uh, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl number 54, uh, our predictions were, were a little right. Yours were more right than mine. Uh, yeah. We both had the Chiefs going, which the Chiefs are, in, are going to the Super Bowl, yep. and you had the Buccaneers going. Um, but in the Super Bowl, I'm going for the Buccaneers all the way. Nice. Uh, I, I've i said Chiefs since the beginning. I think Thomas switched his answer from last time just because of how the Bucks played against the Packers. I think Chiefs with Mahomes and Tyree Kill – um, I think it's gonna be, it's gonna be lights out for sure. It's I think it's gonna be unstoppable. Yeah, least. I mean the Chiefs are an absolute powerhouse of a team, 
And when you have a, a, such a good lineup like they do, it's going to be hard to beat. But I think uh, Tom Brady, um, he's going to need another set of hands to just hold, hold all of his uh, Super Bowl rings. But, I mean, he has the experience. He also has Antonio Brown, which he's just an amazing player. And the chemistry with Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski, that's – I mean, the chemistry is there. The team is there. The I mean, February 7th, I think it's going to be the Bucks' day. And they're going to they're gonna pull through and they're going to win the whole thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I could definitely see that. The experience is there. Everything points to it. Mahomes – just won it last year. I think that uh, it's gonna. He's gonna bring that into the Super Bowl. He's gonna bring that uh, fire and energy. So I think it's gonna be. It's gonna be a good matchup for sure. I think it's gonna bring in a lot of fans. Um, yeah, it's gonna be interesting. Yeah, we're actually uh, really lucky to have fans this year. Uh, it was so up and down with COVID, and this is not gonna happen. This is gonna happen, um, and it is. It is confirmed that we are going to have fans for number Super Bowl number 54 and that's just it's a blessing on its own yeah I'm sure it's gonna be spread out in a certain way but I mean it's it's gonna be awesome I'm sure it's gonna be a good atmosphere like any other game so it'll be interesting for sure uh definitely tune into it on February 7th uh Super Bowl um I think that's gonna wrap it up for today guys uh thanks for listening uh have a good day five stars